Welcome to the Holistic Career Change Podcast, one-stop shop for everyone feeling stuck in their career and who are looking to identify, change, and succeed at their new fulfilling work. I'm your host, Vilma Seita. Let's go. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 13. Can you believe we're in the second half of March? Like, how did this first quarter just happen? (laughs) Having said that, if we were to dissect each month, probably a lot has transpired because things happened. I think on an individual level for all of us and also just looking at what's happening in the world, things are moving and shifting. Um, So it's very easy to get lost sometimes into this perpetual dance of day changing the night and into doing things that we forget to stop and review and appreciate and say our thank yous. So what are you thankful for today? If you have to, please stop the episode and think of at least two things that you're grateful for right now in this moment. I'm grateful for waking up to the spring sun this morning. Living in the Northern Hemisphere, I have learned not to take sun for granted, let me tell you. And this morning I woke up and there were rays in my kitchen and the sun was so healing and uplifting and energizing that it just filled me up. It just, you know, set my mood for the day. And I'm also grateful for co-creating last week's episode. I really hope you enjoyed and got the most out of the um, podcast episode with Ashley Dufresne. It was a really inspiring interview on the sometimes pretty elusive topic of purpose. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to it, please do. And, you know, the way I have answered uh, this insistent question to myself back in the day Um, As for several years, I kept on having this internal dialogue. What is my purpose? What is my purpose? What is my why? And my answer to that question eventually was a question, which was, what is it that I cannot not do? What is it that you cannot not do that also brings you fulfillment, meaning expands you and excites you? Because when we build a career, when we build business on that foundation, you want it life. You're sorted. (laughs) Everything else is just the, how I used to call, you know, the greediness for how. How do I change? How do I find the next career? How do I leverage the circumstances? How do I negotiate the best conditions to quit? How do I establish myself? All of these are just details. accessories, if you will, that can be easily and creatively solved once you tap into the energy of your why. So the energy of your why is going to be like this bottomless well you can drink from, which is always overflowing and inspiring and healing. And me talking about this, about the purpose, actually beautifully segues us into today's topic, which is the big monstrous obstacle that a lot of career changers are faced with. That is, I don't have enough time and energy to even attend to my everyday chores, let alone carve out space and time to prepare for and facilitate a career change. And don't get me wrong. Of course, I understand that this may be because you have your work and your family duties 
which objectively looking at your life leaves little hours in the day and night to set us out to set aside for your goals. Or your energy might be completely distorted because the current work situation is sucking the livelihood out of you. And we touched upon this in previous episodes when the work itself and your working environment is out of alignment. We will then feel drained and just thinking of going to work um, will make you feel tired. You know, the the Sunday blues? Um, (laughs) So you may be working, say, regular eight hours per day, but you get back home so burnt out to the max. You feel low in your mood, in your energy, and it takes you hours for you to get back to yourself. And when you finally start feeling better, it's time to go to bed. So you may be finding yourself, you know, in either of those situations or somewhere in the middle where you don't have the physical, mental, emotional capacity to explore new options and feel stuck in this loop of telling others that you need something new or perhaps becoming really hard to work with because you become, you know, you know, often you show up at work in a really bad mood, you're irritable, you're frustrated, but mostly whether you know you consciously catch that or not, that frustration is actually directed at yourself. Um, and those around you just happen to have to suffer the consequences of dealing with those moods. And I'm sharing all of this, by the way, with zero judgment. I've lived this life. And it's really painful realizing that something is sincerely not working, yet not having the energy to change it. And then noticing that there is this resentment inside of you that keeps on growing towards yourself, towards those who choose to live out their purpose and they dare to do something different. And at the same time, feeling paralyzed to change anything about it. A bit like being stuck in that movie, um, what is it called? The Groundhog Day, I think, where you're waking up to the same day and you're feeling completely powerless to change it. So my solution that I like to offer you today is not going to be me suggesting to push through it. It's not going to be me saying you have to force yourself to stay up and be a man or be a woman and grow some cojones. (laughs) This is not military drill, you know. That would be trying to swim upstream, a bit like choosing a strict diet where Even when you are at your peak of motivation, you already know you're going to fall off the track pretty soon, right? My solution, and that's something that you'll always find me offering, is alignment over hustle. Always. We cannot use action to compensate for the energy that is not flowing to the right direction. Just as simple as that. However, that also doesn't mean that in order to align your energy, you should quit your current job so you could create time and space and good mindset to transition to your new change, to the new career of purpose. That would be a little bit like running before you can walk. Um, And I'm going to explain to you exactly why. The way I advise to switch careers is with intention And it doesn't matter whether you're at the beginning of your career and you're a recent graduate. It doesn't matter if you're a young professional, if you're a mid-career professional, whether you want to do a double switch, which is switching your role in industry, 
or whether you're looking to build your own business, in spite of all of these variations and circumstances, I invite you to be thoughtful and strategic. That means that you will be preparing for your transition while you are still at your current position. And here you have two choices. You can make the most out of your current situation, learn your lessons, squeeze that last bit of goodness you can get from where you're at, no matter how dark or unfulfilling you think it is, because there's always medicine in the situation that we're in, or you can quit and start over. And to be completely honest, I have not seen this strategy yield the best results. Listen, I'm just going to be straight with you. It may look like a smart decision to start with. Quit, take some time off, rest it off, reset, and get back rejuvenated and ready to transition. However, here's what usually happens. It may feel good the first week, the second week. You may feel rested, inspired, creative. You may be taking care of the basics much better, which is sleeping, exercising, staying hydrated, and then usually somewhere between week two and week three, sometimes even sooner, sooner, the panic is going to set in. The tsunami of what on earth have I just done and I have no idea what I'm doing next. And even if you have savings, even if you, you know, move in with your friend, move back in with your parents and you don't have a lot of bills to pay or you don't have a mortgage, trust me, the panic that sets in is just the same. It's your survival instinct knocking on the door, kicking in, and you do not want to make any decisions when you are in that space ever. No good comes from decisions that are made in panicky state. You know it, I know it, yet sometimes we somehow fall prey to such decisions. All you need to do is just look at Maslow's uh, hierarchy of needs. The second your physiological and safety needs, that's um, the two bottom layers, if you have the visual of the pyramid, are being threatened, and in spite of that threat is real or perceived, by the way, we will not be able to focus on the top of the pyramid, which is self-actualization, which is essentially what finding and transitioning into a career fulfillment is, actualizing yourself. So my advice is to stay in a position that covers these basic needs and start planning for your transition. And the very first thing I do when I start working with someone new who wants to um, transition before we explore the options and before we start working on, on a plan, we review their day-to-day life for one reason, because we need to evaluate where their energy drainers are, as these are going to be the ones that we will need to nip in the butt the fir- in the first place. So before we start any of the career change work, we need to look into energy leakages. So if you're worried you may not have time and energy to work on the change, I'd like to invite you to look into three areas of your life and ask yourself these questions. First of all, I want you to think and identify where there are energy drainers at work. Literally, just write it down on paper and say, what is draining my energy at work? Now, if you're someone who doesn't like your job, there's going to be a a big list, but it's important for you to identify that. 
It could be you having to interact with your colleagues. It could be your relationship with the top management. It could be structure that is non-existent or the workflows that are not clear. It could be really a lot of things that you feel like are draining your energy. Then I want you to look at your home life. What are the drainers at home? Could it be disorganized space? Could it be sharing your home with someone you're not in alignment with? Could it be noisy surroundings, for instance, a construction site next to your place? By the way, I don't know if you noticed the echo, but I'm recording in my kitchen because my energy drainer today is the neighbors who are fixing the roof. And there are a lot of construction workers out there making a lot of noise. (laughs) What is your energy drainer at home? And finally, what are the energy drainers when it comes to your beliefs? That's a big one. What thoughts cause you to feel overwhelmed and instantly tired? For instance, for me, what would make me really tired would be thinking that I'm not worthy of a career change. That would just bring my mood down instantly. And usually this is where you'll find hiding all of your fears and self-doubt, everything that has stopped you up until now to do anything on your own. And this last bit identifying the energy draining beliefs and the whole changing belief journey and rewiring rewiring your brain will be the work that you will have to manage around all throughout this process. I mentioned this several times, but I feel like all of us need to be reminded every now and then that our brain is an asshole. Okay? Our brain has bias for negativity As for thousands of years, the main survival skill we exercised and relied upon was scanning the environment for threats. The brain detects negative information much faster than neutral or positive information. People work harder to avoid losses than they would ever work for gains. It takes positive interactions, a lot of them, at least five of positive interactions or more to overcome one negative interaction. So we're naturally resistant to change. We have the same brain essentially our ancestors had and it hasn't evolved quick enough to match the extreme change in our physical circumstances and the safety that we get to enjoy today, which means that we're simply behind the development curve (laughs) and we're still predominantly driven by our strive to survive. So... If we take career change as a context, this strive to survive will come in the form of a lot of self-doubt and fears of the unknown, shame, like I already had an episode about, and in many, many different forms. So the energy leakage when when it's related to beliefs is going to be a long, comprehensive, continuous work. However, when it comes to energy drainers from your home and your work life, that's where we can really tackle it to create space and time for you to work on your change so that you wouldn't have to complain and then believe in your complaint that you don't have time and space to work on change in your life. Now, one of the reasons why we get tired by our employment is not because the work in and of itself is tiring. It's because we are resisting the work that needs to be done and all that it entails. 
listen, I get it. The reason why you are on this path is is because you don't want to be in your nine to five anymore. However, this is what's up. And this is where the catch is. For you to have the energy to work on your new path, you have to simultaneously reduce the resistance to your nine to five and increase your desire to transition. Counterintuitive, hey? (laughs) Especially if you already found a career of alignment. So now all you want to do, you're just, you know, working on the mechanics to switch. And when you find something you love, this is what happens. All of a sudden, there is this cognitive dissonance that magnifies the resistance that you already have to being where you are uh, and to being in the position that you are and being surrounded by people that you're not resonating with. So to make it easier for you to show up for your nine to five before you can strategically and comfortably transition, I'd like to invite you to remind yourself why you're here, why you're choosing to show up, and how it is your choice every single day. So every day you start your working day, tell yourself, this is my choice, I choose to be here. I choose to show up. The reason why so many people struggle with the desire to work after work on their dreams is because the resistance at the day job runs them down so much. Like, think about it. If you're not in a position of alignment currently, how many times per day do you eye roll? How many times do you ugh inside? How many times do you drag your feet? How many times do you go to make coffee so you wouldn't have to work in the hope that you might meet a colleague by the coffee machine so you could have a chat for half an hour and kill some time? Not that I'm talking from my experience. (laughs) That is resistance. Resistance is energy expensive. It costs you so much energy, which could be used to look for a different position. And you know what's energy inducing? Appreciation, gratitude. This is what we started the episode with. Presence, boundaries, determined effort. How would you feel about your current position if you shifted the perspective and looked at it as if this position was your training ground? If you felt grateful that you have a position that supports you and pays your bills and covers all the necessities, even if it's not something you want to do forever, it's serving you in more ways than one right now. And you've lost the vision of that. And you may ask, naturally, why would, you, why would I want to put into the effort, into the current position, if I'm not passionate about it, and if I'm planning to leave anyway? Here's why. Because wherever you will go, your brain will go with you. That means including your patterns and your relationship with work and showing up and getting things done. So if you have so much resistance to show up to your 9 to 5 now and whatever other issues you're dealing with, these same patterns that you have and that are making you unhappy right now in your job, these are coming with you to your new career as well. I promise. So why not use this opportunity to build and install skills that will serve you moving forward? Such skills that are transferable such as decision-making, 
such as being able to finish the tasks even when you're not inspired. Y'all, we're a generation of starters, but we barely ever finish. Skills as learning how to be present and actively listening even when you're not fully connecting. Skills like being able to plan your day and show up for your plan. Learning how to have your own back. How to stick to your word for yourself and for others. Because guess what? Even in your dream career, no matter how perfect and inspiring it is, there will be aspects that you will not necessarily enjoy. And there will be a level of you having to be self-motivated and productive to be able to achieve more and advance in your career. And let me tell you, once my clients managed to nail that bit, that is start looking at their nine to five as something that they're grateful for and as a training ground for the future, they end up getting promotions, raises, they build much stronger and long-lasting relationships, so on and so forth, because they realize that the person that they have to become to be totally self-motivated and succeed in the new field is also the person that makes them more successful in the current job, in spite of whether they see the future with the job or not. They're like, all right, I'm just going to be badass wherever I show up. And it really is fun when you see that it's just a prep camp for your dream career. Your nine to five is just a training course for the next chapter. I really want you to think about it and get inspired and try that for yourself. Go the extra mile. Send a lovely message to your colleague or to your client. Thank your boss for something. Really be excited and interested in the task at hand. Be present. Ask questions. Get involved. This is the way to transition, as right now the resistance that you feel in your 9 to 5 is literally bleeding into your new career path. You haven't even started that path and it's already being affected by your resistance to your current position. You don't need to believe in the industry that you're in to be able to show up in the best light in this role. And once you entertain that shift in your perception then you'll be able to go back home and you will feel energized and excited and renewed. And that presence will show up in your career change work. You will not mind staying up. You will not mind getting up earlier and doing the work. I promise this is the best hack ever to produce energy to switch. Literally, that's what happened to me when I was already, you know, wallowing in my self-pity and thinking of career change and I was in my last corporate position before switching at some point it just clicked to me and I was like what you know I would go back home and I would always be tired I would pour myself a glass of wine and Netflix and fall asleep on the sofa and then I would say myself in the morning the next day I'd be like okay tonight I'm definitely gonna set like three hours aside and just do the work never happened because I would go back home so incredibly drained, it would take me hours to even feel like myself again, let alone work on a new career. And once I just made a conscious decision to start showing up in this position, in spite of the fact that I didn't really believe in the industry, I didn't really see the purpose of the company that I worked for, um, I'm going to stay very discreet about which company it was. <laughs> because it's a well-known company, but um, 
I just showed up. I just decided to participate. You have no idea the difference in energy that I then had. I cannot even tell you. I left the company on the best terms. I negotiated really great deal for leaving. I even ended up uh, helping them out for a very nice uh, package benefits-wise to help them train a new employee who was taking over my my position, which has never been done before. And that was because I just became proactive in the position and I would leave work energized. And I don't think that makes sense. And if someone had told me that before I actually implemented this hack, I don't think I would have believed them. But really, it takes to exercise it and feel it on empirical level to really know that it works. And finally, just to wrap this episode up, I'd also like to invite you to be mindful and aware because a lot of the time when we say, I don't have time for this, I don't have time for that, I don't have time for career change, it really is not a statement about the quantity of time that you have. It actually is a statement about your priority. So I would invite you to reevaluate whether what you claim to be your priorities are actually your sincere priorities, where you live in integrity, or are these just manifestos that you share with the world, but intrinsically your priorities lie elsewhere. It's really important to be honest, especially when you choose to undergo such a transformational process like changing your career. It's always good to check in. And if you struggle with finding the answers yourself, find someone who could ask you these questions. Sometimes just hearing someone else ask you a question out loud makes you see, understand, and process things easier. A little bit like what we do in coaching. We show people the brain and we create space and opportunity to review their thoughts versus becoming one with them and then showing them how to think on purpose. So getting coaching is like traveling for your brain because you suddenly have access to all these new places and horizons you didn't even know existed and were available for you. So I hope that this episode is useful and it offers some new perspective. If you enjoy the content, don't forget to find me on Instagram where I share more of these nuggets and I also share a lot of nature pictures. I feel like I always need to give people that disclaimer. (laughs) There's going to be a lot of tips and advice and my random thoughts and a lot of nature pictures. So I hope you're going to have a good week and I can't wait to speak to you next Monday. Bye. Thank you for spending time with me today. If you enjoy this content, I would really appreciate it if you would rate and subscribe to my podcast. And don't forget to pass this along to anyone you know who might be considering a career change. Every little counts.